Hey guys, it's Ray and T, and you're tuned into episode 15 of Single Lives Matter. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> so, today, guys, we have something special for y'all. We have a we put together a panel of some very um, empowering, beautiful black women, you know, <laughs> and we're just gonna have um. Well, I won't tell you what we're going to talk about just yet, but we're just going to have a good discussion. So, uh, first, I would like to introduce Miss Ursula. Yay! Yay! <laughs> you can check me out on Instagram at Ursula's underscore boutique. And I own Ursula's Boutique. I've been in business about 13 years. I do custom clothing. I sell regular ready-to-wear. I do formals prom, mother of the bride, groom, everything. And I love it. And everything is fabulous, you guys, so go check her out. Yay. <laughs> All right, next up we have Nicole. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Malika31. That's M-A-L-A-I-K-A. That's Swahili for angel because I love my African brothers and sisters. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and anything you want to share? Um, I'm a medical assistant, and I also sing worship at my church, so. Oh, you have to sing a little song awesome. <laughs> Oh, girl, we need somebody to sing our little thing, your jingle. But, and um, lastly, we have a vet on the show. I know y'all just heard her last episode, but we love her so much that she's here again. Yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all, it's Jasmine. And she's speaking up a little louder this time. Oh, hopefully I am. <laughs> um, y'all know me. So, <laughs> I really know what follow else to say. Me oh, follow me at <laughs> jazz, J-A-S dot God dot it. Okay, so, um, just a little follow-up. The winner of the contest is... The first winner is Amber Jackson. You won an SLM t-shirt and the $25 gift card. And the second winner is Diara Ali, and you won a SLMT. Woohoo! You won. <laughs> we will be sending you the DM shortly, um, probably today. <laughs> if you're listening to this episode, yes, within the next 24 hours, um, and we will reach out to you. Thank you for participating. All right, so next up, we have tea with the gem of the week. And the gem of the week is be intentional with your time because time is one of the few things that you'll never get back. And what I mean by that is oftentimes we'll spend time or give our time to people and things that um, we won't necessarily, we can't see a future with or it can't help to propel, propel us. Um, in life, and I feel like we shouldn't spend time on things or waste time on people and things that um, can't invest the same into us. Yeah, so for anybody who's wondering, let me elaborate on that. That means you just wasting your time talking to somebody for fun. <laughs> <laughs> I am guilty of it because I know I've done it once upon a time. I haven't done it lately, so... Thank God for growth. <laughs> so, but, so, sis, when you get bored, that does not mean you text so-and-so to see what they doing. Huh? What they doing does not matter. It does not pertain to your future. 
Right. Whenever I, I'm start, I get to start feeling bored. You know, I like to open my Bible and read it till I fall asleep. <laughs> you know, I'm learning and I get some beauty rest. So. No, I think that's a good point um, when you're bored. Because especially if you have those people in your past that you know that you had a history with, you definitely should not reopen doors. Mm-hmm. You, you don't don't want to have a Pandora's box on your hands. I can't lie. Sometimes, you know, I'll put them on block. But, you know, sometimes every now and then you get a little angry. So I just send an angry message. But I know I ain't going to see what he say back. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to get away from that. I haven't did it in a, in a while. But, you know, put them on boxes if you really got to tell them something. <laughs> Y'all, I, I don't encourage that. Um, <laughs> Look, no, I, I still have, have a no. beyond it. I don't <laughs> encourage that. If you're upset, just type the message in your phone. Yep. Go Keep pray going. about it. Go take a nap. Don't yeah. even give them that much Got of your time, gratification, yeah. because they'll feel like they have still something left there. That you thought of them still. Correct. Don't even let them know And they'll it. say, well, I still have them. Oh, I still. Something. So you know what? Let it go. And as hard as it is, because it can be hard. You'll make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Miss Ursula. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> Look, Miss Ursula dropping gems too for us. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, guys. So that brings us to our next thing. Our topic of discussion today is, well, our title of the discussion today is hashtag women evolved. And what I mean by that, um, we put this group together so we can discuss how much have women changed from um, today's society from back then? So, um, what I, I guess what I should say is, we're. I want to talk about um, the pros and cons, things that we could learn more from older women, and things that we have improved in our generation. But at the same time, you know, there's a little downfalls in some of the aspects. So I guess um, the first thing I want to talk about is um, women and feminism. Um, What are we doing to make a difference today in our society? I know that um, women are still fighting for equal pay, Mm -hmm. which um, I find that crazy because we've been fighting that for years now. And Mm -hmm. still are. And so how do y'all feel about that? Like the feminism movement in general? No, I know, just about... Equal pay. Well, we're just going to talk about the pay, right? Equal pay. Oh, uh, equal mm-hmm. pay. Mm-hmm, equal pay. So, um, I, I still think... And I've had this discussion with my mom. I mean, my mom, um, she raised me and my brother um, after her and my dad got divorced. Mm-hmm. And she worked long hours. And I mean, what about, you know the moms out there who have kids or who adopt kids or trying to raise kids or grandmothers who are raising their grandkids mm-hmm. and they're trying to keep up mm-hmm. paying the bills, putting food in their mouths, right. putting clothes on the kids and not getting equal pay. That's hard. That's very hard um, to do because I know I've had um, some coworkers and they are single mothers and they're and not on top of that, you know, we're working long hours, overtime and things like that. And you don't even have time to spend time with your kids on top of that because you're trying to work extra hours because you're not getting paid the same as a man, Mm -hmm. unfortunately. And see, I think, not taking away from anything, you're absolutely correct, and so are you. 
I think equal pay, period, kids or not. If you've worked your butt off for something, regardless to what it is, get your pay, period. Mm -hmm. But especially for the single mothers. But I just feel like it's a man thing. Forever, men have always seen themselves as superior. Mm -hmm. Always. Mm -hmm. And it has not changed. It's just been a, a Band-Aid put on top of it. So now you have women today that the Me Too movement, you know, like we said, the feminist movement, all kinds of movements. Women are like, no, it's not happening anymore. And right. it's hard because you still have men that are behind closed doors like, yeah, I'm going to support it. But really and truthfully, no, I'm going to vote against, you know, vote against yeah. it because I really don't want it because men want to always feel superior. Mm -hmm. But times have changed. It, mm -hmm. it has. And it is biblical that um, men are supposed to be the leaders. Mm -hmm. But I think the problem is how they go about leading, Absolutely. which makes it hard to what? accept. <laughs> And I think this issue has come about because in today's society, a lot of, no, I can't. Uh, can't. <laughs> a lot of millennials aren't even getting married, and there's not a lot of men stepping up to the table to be the providers. So mm -hmm. now it becomes, it has become an issue because a lot of women, they're doing this thing on their own now. So if I'm doing this thing on my own, I still need to survive too. Yeah, you worried about the man, but I need my money. I need my bread too. Absolutely. So and I men think. need to step up in every way. Like I feel like men today, <laughs> they want the easy way out. Of course, mm -hmm. there's women that way too. Mm -hmm. But I'm just speaking in general about men right now. I feel like they don't want to open the doors and treat you a certain way. And women have to demand respect. Mm -hmm. Not even out of your mouth, just the person that you are. Mm -hmm. When they look at you and they see you, they should know not to play with you. Mm -hmm. Straight up. And there's, there's not enough women that are demanding respect, I think. But with that, has to come with you being okay with being denied because of you being so strong. Mm -hmm. right. So women have to understand, okay, if I'm this way and you come at me and I'm like, mm. I have to be okay with him and be like, oh, no, she is just too much. You have mm -hmm. to be okay with that. Yeah. It can't be both ways. Ooh, that's hard, Ms. Ursula. <laughs> um, I'm good with you, though. Kind of <laughs> piggyback off of what Ms. Ursula was saying. This is sad to say, but I feel like um, part of the way that we're going to, like, move forward with the equal pay and just everything that feminists stand for, unfortunately comes from like the man's okay or the man's um by okay I mean like the man also helping and taking a stand with women. Absolutely. So um men probably some men probably have a problem with women not having equal pay. But if they're not saying nothing about it, not yeah. much is gonna be changed about Absolutely. it. Cause women honestly they can't do it alone. You know, no, like we have made Correct. many strides over the years and over Correct. decades to get where we are now, but there's still, like, a large wage gap, so. Absolutely. Right, and I think, um, like, we're not saying this to bash men. No. Because um, right. I do think on certain, certain jobs, um, for, like, plants, for instance, or when heavy lifting comes involved, yes, we do need the man to do it. Not all women, especially if you want to bear children, are not capable of lifting those heavy items. Um, so in those instances, Good yes, point. you deserve Good your point. pay Good because point. I'm not doing exactly what you're doing. Correct. Okay. But <laughs> when we are, though. right? But when we the are, same title, same position, you should definitely be receiving the same amount. Right. Of man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. I think that mostly goes like for like corporate America or like what I do in the medical field. I Correct. mean, 
we can all do the same thing no matter what the gender. It's not like whether you like you like you said like a plant worker lifting right. something. Right. Like when it's corporate America, I got the same degree you got. I have the same connections you have. Correct. You know, I'm taking care of patients just like you. It should be equal pay. Absolutely. Right. Um. Also, so what do you? What do you think about the feminist movements now versus the feminist movements that they've had back then? Because I find that um, a lot of the movements now, they seem more um, selfish in a sense um, versus back then. they When women were fighting, they were fighting for everyone. Um, we have women fighting now for, they say that women empowerment is... Um, you're empowering yourself by how you dress. And when I mean how you dress, they're, like, it's provocative. And they're saying if men, um, men are calling women out of their names because of this, but it's like, no, it's empowering because I'm expressing my sexuality. Honestly, I don't, I don't, I personally don't feel like that's okay because, for one, we naive. <laughs> Um, we know we if we got clothes or not. We know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just think that you're when you do that, you're attracting a certain amount of attention. So, um, what are y'all thoughts on the different types of feminist movements back then and now? I mean, based on like the example that you're using, I guess it's uh, it depends on how it's perceived. So, for instance, like yeah, some people probably do dress provocative or whatever, and I guess. If it's, like, aligned with, like, the Me Too movement, I think what they're trying to say is, like, regardless of how we dress, um, men shouldn't be catcalling or think that it's an excuse but to... But it's not okay, because st- at the end of the day, even though they should not be doing it, you're provoking something to happen. It's it- not provoking. People, men should have the will to, the self-will and self-discipline to not catcall or... Okay. I'm talking about catcalling in sexual abuse and things of that nature. So, like, regardless of how a woman is dressed, that doesn't give them, like, the okay to say. No, it's not giving them the okay. Or but provoking them. If provoke you're going to dress how you would like to be treated, if you want somebody to treat you with respect, then you need to dress like you a respectable young lady. And if you don't want to be treated with respect, then when I'm not okay with a guy, what men do, um, whatsoever, because I don't believe that that's right. They should they should not be doing that. Mm-hmm. But if you portray yourself a certain way, they f- they may feel like oh she's okay with that because look how she's coming out the house. Mm-hmm. That's just like so. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. So I'm I can't lie. I kind of agree. This is a hard topic for this me is always. Topic, Every yeah. time <laughs> it's being discussed for me personally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So here's my opinion. It's hard. I feel like it's almost like I'm riding both sides of the. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there are some things that are just too much when you dress. Mm-hmm. Certain women. Mm-hmm. Just like, girl, really? Yeah. But then there are some things that's <laughs> like, you're sexy. It's nice. Mm-hmm. So if it's sexy and nice, okay, give you an example. If she has a super low-cut V-shirt, I don't think it's... <laughs> My daddy told me, go change for shirt. <laughs> I don't think it's... I, I think that's okay for some women. And I don't think it gives a man a right to be able to say... I'm about to grab you. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Oh, she a slut. Or, no. Oh, yeah. she's a whore. Or, oh, that gives me the right. Oh, she had it on. Why I couldn't touch it? That's, yeah. that's, but that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Then some people are like, well, why she had it on? Because she can. Right. And But so to me, it's like a, it's a hard, it's, it's just a hard it's thing a for me. Line. But yeah. it's a thin line. Correct. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. Because 
I feel both ways sometimes. I mm. agree with that. Like, I'm not okaying somebody walking outside with, like, a thong me on. Either. But at the same time, that still don't give men a right to no. be like, oh, she uh, whatever, and I'm about to grab her or whatever. Like, that does not give them the right to touch you. In your instance with the low V, like, that's except like that I don't feel like that's oh too provocative okay. but when you're talking about walking out with a, a thong like I didn't girl. give an example of a piece of clothing I just said no, just provocative now. clothing I'm just saying just oh you're talking about with the thong, thong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well I'm just saying I use that as an extreme well y'all know I get very offensive because I'm like to, I like to argue my um, opinion no but it's, it's not an argument you feel, you may feel how you feel about but that's it, what I'm saying everybody feel... has their own opinion so yeah. that's why I'm like I gave an extreme to. example I'm definitely agreeing with Miss Ursula but it's like what you might say it's provocative might not be what Correct. I say it's provocative so that's why I like yeah it is a thin line and everybody has their own opinion and that's okay. the problem well, that brings me to that's the problem. that brings us to yeah, Proverbs the 31 they think they know everything they think they know what to do or actually um, it brings me to Timothy 2.9 and it says likewise also that women should adorn themselves in respectable apparel with modesty and self control not with braided hair and gold or pearls or costly attire but with what is proper for women who, profe- who profess godliness with good works. This is something my daddy is always telling us. <laughs> I I agree with the scripture, but I think my daddy just blows it out of proportion because he'll be like, mm, you got your little flashy hair. You got your little, you know how you, when you wear beads mm-hmm. and you put the little gold jewelry, he said, that's flashy. You don't need to have that. I'm like, dad, this is just me expressing myself. Okay. But I do believe that, like Tiana was saying earlier, um, we dress, like, if you want respect, then you should dress like a respectable person. Um, You should carry yourself how you want people to perceive you. So let's just say, for instance, because, yes, I was young. Um, I went to parties in college, and I wanted to be a little hot girl. And... (laughs) That type of attraction that I, um... Which you were attracted. A certain type yeah, of, a type certain of person. Yeah, a certain type of person. I kept saying, why do I... Why I can't find a nice man? Look how you look, Raina. Look how you look. <laughs> That's what she told you. <laughs> look how you look. No, I didn't tell her. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I was talking about... And I'm, I'm not... I remember... This one Halloween. I don't think you went with us, Jasmine. Oh, no. I went to a party. I know exactly what you're talking about. I got the car and somebody was, they called me something that I did not like. And I was like, mm-mm, newsflash, Raina, this is not who you are or not who you claim to be. So you need to rethink your wardrobe, sis. <laughs> Especially because, and you know, when people dress up for Halloween, that's a different story. We're not going to talk, we're not going to speak on that. But let's just say, I'm guilty of it, but I have learned from the attention that I've tracked. I'm like, I don't want to attract a man like that. I don't. And most of the people that you do attract like that, I mean, do you even want to see yourself with that person? True. Right. So, yes, we all have the right to dress however we feel. Um, But just be mindful, sis. If you want to attract someone respectable, then you have to dress like that as well. Yeah, sis. And also, um, when we say... You have to dress nice. I'm not saying that at all because, you know, I'm sure my husband doesn't want to find me walking around with my hair picky in a t-shirt and some leggings. Correct. Every day. <laughs> Every day. He wants to see I, his wife. He wants to, yeah. Yes, he wants to see. He, that's, but that's certain a, things, like, for instance, walking around with a thong, yeah, we 
that in y'all bedroom. Right. Or, Don't be out in public like that. Or your shirt's so tight that you look like you're catching a yeast infection. But <laughs> I'm going to cut that off. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who wear short shorts, y'all? Y'all be like, I know she can't breathe. But, but I mean, I know some people like get upset and say, why do people have to look at me and judge me? Unfortunately, that's just the way the culture is. And I mean, if you're going to be in a workplace or you want to be treated like a professional, first impressions, you know, if you mm-hmm. want to be treated like, oh, okay, she, she must got a PhD or you may not, but you might dress for success. Mm-hmm. You dress for success, yeah. whether it's business, whether it's relationships. Yeah. That's just how you. I mean, unfortunately, the world judges how you, how you look. It's how you carry yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And first impressions matter, whether we like it or not. Yeah. yeah. You don't know who you might walk into a room with. Mm-hmm. It might be somebody that might be a good connection for a business or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, you, you just never know. Mm-hmm. So it's just to present yourself in the in the best light possible. Yeah. We kind of spoke on it a lot just now, but my next thing I wanted to talk about was presentation. how does well we can talk about how we dress now versus how we dress back then you see a lot more um, a lot more people are single now versus back then but at the same time um, a lot more women were homemakers and they didn't have careers so um, I mean if you're talking about after World War II I mean so many people Mm-hmm. died and people came back and they were like, okay, I want to dream life. The war is over. <laughs> Let's get married, make family, have a home. Boom. Right. Yeah. That's real. And homemaker, it was their job. Right. Yeah. That's right. Um, because a lot of them didn't get to keep their jobs when the men got back from the war. Right. Yeah. They go back. Go it was back. not common for women to be um, independent. And yeah. And the, the workforce. Yeah. Be the head of household. No. Um, but how they dressed was differently too because, well, unfortunately, if they, what we call modest today, I'm pretty sure it's provocative back then. <laughs> and it, it's still like that in other countries. Just like um, recently when I went to Dubai, I just had some ripped jeans on and I had, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I had, I had um, a cute little tank top and my kimono over it. And the guys there was like, we would never talk to y'all. They would consider us a prostitute just by off of something I thought was fashion. And they, or we had like our little sundresses. They was like, mm-mm, we need to be covered up. So, um, but I think that's because it's their culture. Yeah. They were raised that way. Not against what you're saying, but I feel like everybody was raised different here in the U.S., so it's going to be different. It's according to your household, how you, you know, all that matters. So I get it, but if that's what you choose to do now, I think that's a great thing. But I don't think it's just going to always be for everybody. And I don't always think that that always correlates a man's liking to you just because of it. I don't know. I just don't know if I think the two have to correlate. But that's just me. It's just yeah, how I feel. Like how you dress. Okay, so here's what I think. I believe... Dependent. I'm not saying, like you said, I'm not saying be out here with some thongs and a bra and what's up, boy. <laughs> no. Okay? But I'm saying, I'm going to give another example because I live off examples. If I have a cute little low-cut shirt, my cute little wide-leg jeans, they fit, but they're not tight. Like you said, example, yeast infection, none of that. <laughs> but dress really cute. 
I still think, what's wrong with that? Like, mm-hmm. I bet that's not my dress every day. I may see you next time with a turtleneck on. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's just according to the person to mm-hmm. me. I don't necessarily think that, oh, this guy is never going to, oh, because I have a V-neck. Because, oh, my God, I must look like a whore. Oh, my God, I'm not a woman of God because I have a V-neck on. Oh, I can't say I agree, but it doesn't mean I'm right. It's just mm-hmm. my opinion. Because mm-hmm. if that's the case, I'm going to tell him I'm good with you. Bye. Mm-hmm. I'm good with it. Yeah, I think, F, Me I mean, of course, every guy's preference is different mm-hmm. based upon <laughs> how they were raised. Correct. If you mm-hmm. were Correct. raised in a strict home. Correct. Um, and this is how a respectable woman is supposed to dress. If they mm-hmm. were taught that, then that may deter them how the mm-hmm. young lady What's dressed. respectable? Uh, it just It just depends on, it's really all about preference, honestly. Correct. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um, for us in our household, respectable is not this. No, nothing's wrong with this. No, if my fine. stomach was out, then I would not Daddy be respectable. Daddy would say you need to button up your shirt all the way to the no, neckline. You going you doing too much. You in my line, Jasmine. She probably right. I'm not lying. And Daddy was Daddy didn't call me out a few times. Not Jasmine. This is my neck. My dad. Like my dad was the same way. The exact. I yeah. couldn't wear in school. I as a dancer, I couldn't wear. Li- I could only wear lipstick and makeup when I was dancing. Mm-hmm. That's it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why are my other friends? He was very strict. But when I got older, I'm like, listen, you have to chill, boo. Right. And I'm not saying everybody's relationship with their father is that way. Because <laughs> mine is like, no, not in my house. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm just like, yeah, I was too. Like, like, you know, if, mm-hmm. even to this day, at this age. If we walk out the house with something that My does not look respectable, around. where are you going? I said, I and I don't think anything's wrong here. with it because that's the way you were raised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a um a mesh shirt dress on mm-hmm. and I had a whole outfit underneath it. Basically, I had um a tank and some shorts underneath the shirt. But because it was mesh, my dad said it was provocative and I was drawing my attention, drawing attention to myself because... He could see what was underneath it, but I had a whole outfit underneath <laughs> it. But he was re- he his his mindset is totally different. I so thought it was like, oh, you know, I'm trying something a little different. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. No. Gotcha. Oh, what are your thoughts on it, Nicole? Um, I'm I'm hearing what y'all are saying because I've had these same conversations. But my, my stepdad, he's kind of just I mean, my stepdad's 91, so <laughs> oh, baby, you look nice. <laughs> so, but I mean, I can kind of understand from from their generation. Mm-hmm. Especially being black females, like they, they had to protect their daughters, mm-hmm. and I can understand even yeah. when their daughters were fully clothed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like that in, in certain parts of that's right, right. In certain right. parts of India, there are women with full hijabs on, mm-hmm. and they'll still get hit on, yeah, and attacked. That's yeah, right. but I guess it comes from that mindset of we don't want you to dress a certain way because we don't want you to attract because it'll person. Pro- a provoke something. right. Yeah. And I mean that that that's just out of love. I mean it might come from a harsh way, but Correct. I just feel that they're just trying to do that to protect us. They don't want anything bad to happen to us. Right. So I can kind of understand where that's I can understand where that's coming from. They're not trying to harm us. They just right. want mm-hmm. that's to be true. Safe. Yeah, I can because they 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 see the news and they hear about mm-hmm. women getting snatched up and they just mm-hmm. human trafficking. Guess, and it human makes it hard human trafficking is real. Yeah, totally real. We're black and we're women, so we have two strikes against, against us, us already. already. Yeah, um, that's definitely. And even though you know I'm kind of on my own now, I wouldn't consider myself grown because <laughs> <laughs> as how are you on your own. 
I mean, I'm older now. <laughs> I'm sick of you. Um, even though I'm, like, older now, I still, like, because of those things that have been instilled in me, um, I still want to dress like a respectable young lady because... It says train up a child in the way they should go. And you want to park them. Yeah, so I think a lot of people um, who don't know better, you don't do better. I mean, you don't know better, but when you know better, it, it brings about another desire to want to do better. Right. And it's like, like you said, like train up a child. Like that's like, if you look at the culture of the world, they tell us, oh, we should dress this way. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. You know, when the Bible says you don't like, you know, be modest. Like, you know, you don't, you don't have to flaunt your body. Mm-hmm. It's not about a power trip. Oh, I'm gonna flaunt my body to get what I want. That's the world telling us that. Mm-hmm. It's not what the Bible and what God tells us. Mm-hmm. It's what's inside your heart. It's knowing who you are. Why are you dressing the way you are? Are you dressing the way you are because you're insecure, really, and you're trying to get that attention, and you're trying mm-hmm. to put up a facade? Right. Or are you dressing, saying, well, I don't have to show everything to look beautiful, Correct. but I know the God who created me, and I know my purpose. Right. Right. And that brings cream. me to the next thing is um, how we portray ourselves, not just to the world, but how we portray ourselves to men. Because a, a lot of times, unfortunately these days, we find women chasing men and it says in the bible he who finds a good wife not she who finds a good a good husband so um we're dressing this sort of way like you were saying to get some sort of attention and we don't have to do that we can just be ourselves and know who we are and just continue to walk in purpose so Mm -hmm. i think it's i don't i think the reason that it continues to happen in life piggybacking off of what she said like uh, women dress in a certain way because they're trying to get a man it's because it's worked for some people Mm -hmm. not saying that I think it's right but I think that same thing has worked for so many people so then when it keeps working correct Mm -hmm. and when it continues to work and I'm showing girl I'm putting everything on here taking a picture on social media and it's working and I'm getting this man and then I tell my girlfriend and she gets her because it becomes a culture Mm -hmm. and now not that it's right but it's being accepted. I think that's how it goes, period. Yeah, that's so true. Mm-hmm. A lot of city girls. There you go. Mm-hmm. But all you're seeing is that photo. You're not seeing what that relationship is that's like soul. without the filters. And the right. soul. You don't know how that guy is treating that girl. Mm-hmm. And the soul. You don't know that same lady that's putting up all these pictures. Mm-hmm. What is her soul like? Right. What is her heart like? Mm-hmm. What is she, like you said, does she have insecurities? Because mm-hmm. guess what? You can get a man and think that you're happy, but what do you have after that? Right. If your foundation is rocky and it's not right. solid, guess what? If it's built on a rocky foundation we know what happened it's not mm-hmm. built to last that's yeah. it right so it's so much deeper than just that but mm-hmm. you're yeah. right mm-hmm. yeah. it's true I, what I was going to say is but the I think we, we oftentimes where we often fail is our foundation is not Christ we uh, rely true. on other things true. to be our foundation and that's why we crumble mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, lastly though I would like to discuss women at home it's just kind of what we were talking about earlier when we were discussing um, how some women are single moms. Women have become become more of the breadwinners in the household. <coughs> and I think it's because um, <clears throat> we have things like, um, I don't know if y'all heard that episode, but we talked about how men think women should go 50-50 with them. But yet, they want to lead us and tell us what to do. 
And I feel like if I'm going 50-50, then we both leaders in this household. Amen. <laughs> that's just no, not... No, you talking about 50-50 dating or are you talking about marriage? I'm, talk, I'm talking about... In marriage. In marriage. <laughs> what you guys say? I don't even know. I'm not even comfortable with it in dating because no. I feel like you've shown me now how who you really are. Absolutely. hundred If you can't... If I got to go 50-50 with you on a meal, then... Bye. I must not be worth <laughs> I, your time. <laughs> I had a situation where um, we, the guy asked me on a date, and he paid for the meal, mm-hmm. but he told me spontaneously towards the end of the day when it came time to pay for the meal, mm-hmm. oh, you have to cover the tip. And I was like, no. He was like, well, I wouldn't want to be your server. I was like, no, I'm not paying the tip. We didn't discuss this for one. We went on the date. You asked me on a date. You asked asked me on a date. I said, here's a tip. Don't ever do that again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And be honest. And and, uh, we never went on a date again, but I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. Like you said, I've accepted it. I'm not doing that. But I just, like Tiana said, even when it comes to dating, I don't feel like it should be Mm 50-50. You're just presenting yourself as... This is what it's going to be like in our marriage. Period. Right. You know, I'm going to take this bill and you take that bill. And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with helping your partner because we are yeah, each other's helpmates. helpmates. Okay. Exactly. Like, if times get rough, if I have to step up to the plate Absolutely. and be the provider, that is, that's fine. That's perfectly okay. But I'm not going to be doing that throughout the whole time at all, especially if Let's you're supposed to lead our family in the right direction. How are you, how are you a leader if you asking me, Hey, babe, you got the half of the mortgage? Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Establish boundaries. So, um, well, like, who's the provider? I don't, there's this whole thing about, um, I don't like it when we make women feel wrong if they want to be a stay-at-home mom versus mm-hmm. these women who are moms and, you know, out there doing Working. their job. Mm-hmm. I don't think there should be an either-or. I mm-hmm. think it's okay if you choose like not everybody has not everybody has those finances to be able to say okay I'm married with kids and my husband works and I don't have to work. Correct. That that's not always the case. That's not how it always goes. Right. But I don't think we should make. And women. if you want that to be the case, right. I think you you guys should. You got to um, set a certain budget. Plan plan it out to Correct. where okay this is when we're gonna have kids because we're gonna be stable enough right. for you to stay at home and Correct. to be the homemaker at that time. Right. But I don't think you like some people say oh well you should work oh well you should stay home I don't think there should be a. One or the other. I right. think it's you okay. can do both. It's a, you should have. And I think you should choice. discuss that with you and your mate. Right. God, you and your mate. Right. That's personal. You right. all discuss, because it all depends that. on. Right. Like, what what if God calls y'all to the mission field? That's mm-hmm. gonna be a whole, totally different life. It's mm-hmm. not gonna be about who's the breadwinner. It's that's a totally different life. Right. Or you know, let's say God gives the wife a book to write, and the husband's like, okay, while you're writing this book and you're going on tours. I'm going to stay with the kids. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If y'all, like you said, discuss it. Because y'all are one now. Absolutely. It's a partnership. You are one. Correct. And that's That's right. um, Our culture has placed stigmas as far as what a woman should do and what a man should do, which is why there is so much um, adversity in the culture because it's like you have to do X, Y, Z, and that's it. That's the only thing you can do. And it's crazy how um, I don't think I think people don't see how some of the things that they're referencing is biblical to a certain extent. 
but yet they don't want to open their Bibles and read it. Yeah. So, because um, I had a discussion with one of my friends, and he was like, he said something, and I was, but he could not understand that everything that he was saying was of God. That's where he's generating these thoughts. But I'm jumping off topic, but anyways. <laughs> um, let me bring you back. So anyways, I just think that we need to be mindful as far as um, having God in the center of everything that mm-hmm. we do. Um, I have one more thing. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that uh, sometimes bothers me is that when you say the man is it not no one has said this, but when we say the man is the head, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like this. One of the things women should be mindful of is if he's not coming from with God, within God's, mm-hmm. you know, his whole the realm of God, then I don't need to follow anything about right. him. Right. So it's not just, oh, you know, he goes to church and he a good guy and then no. Not enough. That's not right. enough. If he, God leading if God needs to be leading him, if God is not leading him, then that's what I'm saying. Yes. So, because people tend to think that, okay, he's going to church. Oh, he's cool. Oh, this and that. But you need to get to know. Let God, he's going to tell you. Right. Talk to God. Ask mm-hmm. him, is this the man for you? Ask mm-hmm. him, is this your soulmate? Right. Those are the, so that to me, all that matters because you can't just say, oh yeah, you know, he my husband and he the head nut. No. no. Yeah. Find that out. <laughs> and that's, that brings it back to why God needs to be the, in order, a lot of, I think, what is it? It's over 50% of marriages that are ending up in divorce Absolutely. today. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's because if God is not the foundation of your marriage, yeah. um, no, no marriage is perfect. Yes, we are. You're all gonna go through something. Mm-hmm. I think people lose the fight, like they stop fighting. Mm-hmm. But when you have God at the center of your marriage, God will fight for you. Yeah. And if you guys are constantly seeking God um, for wisdom and understanding and for strength to do with each other, then what? you guys <laughs> will make it through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Your marriage. Yes. Okay, sis. that um and I think a lot of times um women have problems with submission is as far as like we all say God is not the center of it all being that we might find ourselves ending up in a relationship with um a man that's not worth submitting to correct Mm. so um that's and and that's the thing I think women have a problem with submitting to men who are not under God. Because if you're under God and I'm following God, then I have no problem I used submitting to cringe you. at the word submission. I can't yeah. lie to you. I used to. I, <laughs> because oh, I no trust energy. that if where God leads you, Until I he's leading me that. to go as well. Correct. Right. A lot of people aren't thinking about that. They're caught up in the moment. They're falling love. in love. Yeah. Yeah. Who wants to fall in love? That hurts. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's, That's what I mean. Stick and jump into that. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> because you have to think about it. Like, if this guy is not treating you like a woman of God, if this guy, you know, has a has a bad attitude, what's it going to be like if you marry him? It's not going to get better. Yeah. We got to stop letting, no, no, no offense to Disney, but, you know, Disney <laughs> brainwashing us into thinking it's a whole new world. Right. And when you get married, oh, you get that Disney dust and everything's going to be okay. No, right. there's something after the Instagram photos of your wedding day. Right. Because yeah, that 
and, and, and even, if, even the woman, however you are, if you have a bad attitude and you have a bad attitude, when you get married in a relationship, worse. it's not going to go down. It's going to it's gonna be 10 times worse. worse. If you have a problem with pornography, and he has a problem with pornography because it's not just a man thing. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. It's not going to go away when you get married. It's going to get worse. Right. Okay. But I think yeah. people allow that to keep going, all those things you talked about, mm-hmm. because... A lot of things. Women want to be married by a certain time. Mm-hmm. They want to have children by this certain time. All these things aren't going towards what they, feel they more want. Secure. Correct. So guess what? I'm gonna put up with it because I want not me. I'm saying examples. Women <laughs> will put up with that because I'm single. Will put up with that because they're they're saying, oh, I want to be married by 30. I had a person to tell me one time, I'm 39, and they said to me when I was probably around 33. So I mean, Ursula, like you don't feel like you're getting old. <laughs> too old and so if you know me say what 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 is too old mm-hmm. what people don't realize is it's what he has for me mm-hmm. whether he has it for me at 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 that sounds crazy to some people but it's it's never gonna happen for you unless it's his will right. that's it and so you'll get into a relationship with someone or even get married to someone who God never meant for you to be you with, wanted and it. that's why it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, and that's why Jazz and I witness all the time. It seems like every other day, one of our classmates is getting married, and we're just sitting here, we're single, yeah. figuring out life, trying yeah. to walk in purpose. <laughs> but yeah. believe it or not, by the when time ten years from now, when yeah. we're probably just settling down. They might be on their second or third marriage. Correct. That's because how their parents are. They rushed the into it. Right. Or learn behavior could be mm-hmm. too. Right. Yeah. Correct. That's so true. Learn behavior. Learn behavior. Yeah. So guess what? Stay walking in your purpose. Right. I don't care how old you are. Continue to keep God first. Let him be the head of your life. Right. He'll bring it to you. And to kind of piggyback off of what both of you were saying, I think that I know this is something I had a problem with in the past. And um, like just thinking that somebody is going to change or thinking that somebody is going to be a certain way after a certain period of time. Are you like, oh, I can tell what it's going to be like in the future or like these are just your thoughts. So I think that's our problem sometimes. It's a certain word I'm looking for, but I just can't think of it. I got you. Yeah. yeah, a lot of times. I think that comes with maturity as well. Yes. Um, guys will tell us exactly who they are. What? What they're going to do, what they intend to do. But we gonna be like, we oh no, he doesn't really mean Oblivious. that. But that's why you have to yes, have people around you and not right. isolate High yourself. Five. Right. Bye. Because <laughs> they Girl. will. And when let me say this, if you got people around you that's telling you, no, girl, don't do that, or you know, just giving you wake up signs. Um, listen, and she's don't not have a them around you. Right. She's yeah. Not a hater. You you know who your true friends are. You know who are the people who are behind you 100% who are in your corner. Um, so if they're telling you this, they're not telling that to you to hurt you. They're telling you that because they genuinely care. And they may see something that you don't see. Because love is blind. Um, I'm going to tell you from experience, he will even tell you that he does not deserve you. And <laughs> I, because mm. he told me, he told me, y'all, and I said... Oh, it's going to be all right, you know. No, I should have ran for the hills, except I wanted to stick it out, and then I had to figure it out the hard way. He told me himself, he was like, Randy, you're too good for me. And I was like, what do you mean? I'm, I'm just that awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but experience is a great teacher. Oh, yes, it is. It is. It is. It is. 
It is. As well. And learn about it. Like, don't just follow Instagram, YouTube videos. Like, if you want to know more about like, I, I like to read books. Mm-hmm. We went through a book called Boundaries in Dating by Henry Cloud. Yes, it talks all about this, mm-hmm. about the different types of people, you or the other person, about how not to isolate yourself, get a circle around you. Mm-hmm. Find out, you know, what are the things about you that might hurt someone else? Mm-hmm. What are their insecurities? What are their past hurts? Because mm-hmm. you just never know what someone went through and what they might be dragging into the next yes. relationship. Right. Or like Tay talked about a collective night baggage. about how am I going to, yeah, baggage. How am Ooh, I going to try to be with someone? And I got this baggage from my father. Mm-hmm. And I got this baggage from my mother. But I want to marry you and give you all my baggage and take care of. Right. Mm-hmm. He is too. Right. Hey, exactly. <sighs> See, that's why I'm single because I'm trying to unload. If y'all want to know what I'm talking about, <laughs> check out the collective at Collective YA yeah. on Instagram. Check out the YouTube channel. And that reminds me, um, you guys, we actually met Nicole at Collective. Yeah. We talked about on our other episode um, how we were trying to branch out and be able to talk to more people. And we met her last night and we just invited her on the show <laughs> That's so today. Sweet. I'm also Jasmine's cousin. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> and so we we're so happy that you came, even though you didn't know who I was at all. But you were like, okay, sure. No, I love talking about this kind of stuff. <laughs> I don't want women, girls, to think that because they're single, that they can't do anything with their lives. I've been out of the country twice. I've been on, I went to Africa last year and I went to Honduras like last month on a mission trip. I'm not married. I'm, I'm divorced. It's been four years, but I didn't stop my life. I didn't think, oh, woe is me. You know, I'm about to be 31 on Monday. Holla. Okay. <laughs> so, but I mean, I'm not trying to bash men, but you don't have to wait for a husband for your life. To have meaning. Mm -hmm. You don't have to wait to be married to have a ministry. Women can lead in ministry. You can can walk out your calling. You don't have to say, well, I have to wait for, you know, for an upgrade in my social life. No. I I think a lot of women put things on pause because they'll be like, I'm going to wait to do this till I get my man. Why do you have to wait to travel until you get your man? Is he going to fund your trip? (laughs) (laughs) And I think we we think... um, we're so dependent on men, mm-hmm. and it does not have to be that. Um, he does not. You need to learn how to be able to do stuff on your own before you get him. Because mm-hmm. if you can't do it on your own, then you're going to be going into a marriage half empty, and you're going to be bringing the marriage down because you're not even adding value to the marriage at that point because Good. you're just depending on him to do everything. And he can't. Thing. He can't fill that hole. No, yeah. like that whole thing. Oh, you complete me. No, mm-hmm. my incomplete self cannot your, complete your incomplete self, and vice versa. <laughs> y'all just gonna right. be draining y'all. Draining right. baggage, like y'all said. True. Right. Super true. Super true. So, with that being said, that brings us to our next segment of our show, which I didn't tell y'all, but it's if Eve wouldn't have. So I just say a little something about how life would be better if you wouldn't have ate the apple. <laughs> so, Eve, if you would not have ate the apple, um, I know. If you wouldn't have ate the apple, I guess womanhood would be consistent. In a way, we would not have all these changes. We wouldn't have all these barriers to break. I mean, I guess. Like Ms. Ursula was saying, nothing in life is easy. But it would have been a little bit easier if Eve wouldn't have ate the apple. Or if Eve wouldn't have eaten the apple, we wouldn't have, to, we wouldn't be concerned about presentation. 
Because we would have no knowledge of it. Right. We'd be walking around here naked. I wouldn't have to spend money on clothes either. Sure. <laughs> but that's a different story. <laughs> so, I just want to thank you ladies again for coming um, and supporting us and speaking and just dropping some gems on us as well. So, um, y'all can check out Nicole's beautiful singing voice at Bethany. Yep. South, the South Campus, right? I sing, I sing wherever they send me. Oh, okay. So you, oh, you sing I sing, I sing at Livingston Parish, Mid-City, oh, wherever they Oh, you be traveling, girl. Oh, girl. oh, yeah. You want to hit a little note for us right quick? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and you can check out Miss Ursula on Instagram at Ursula's underscore yes, boutique. Yes, ma'am. And... Her shop will be up and running pretty soon. Yes. And she's located yes. in Prairieville, across okay. from Walmart. And my address is 37390, Suite F is in Frank, Perkins Road in Prairieville. But you can't miss it, y'all. She you has, can. like, a beautiful sign. Yay. <laughs> Ursula. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you can check out Jazz on our Instagram pages, as well as hers, because she's always with us. So, <laughs> yeah. With that being said, peace, love, and happiness.